Southern Oregon. Alright, so welcome everybody to the back deck sessions and to Deep Right Thoughts. Hi. Today we have a wonderful guest, our buddy, our fucking good friend, Grim, or Gremlin, uh, who's going to talk about his music, uh, something that he's got going on here pretty soon and wants everybody to know about it and just shoot the shit with him. Uh, I want to thank Grim for showing up. So, Grim, thank you so much for actually doing the interview. Thank you. Hey, man, you know, we've all known each other a really long time, so... No, for real, dude, like... Since way back. I remember you from... From way back. Back in the day. I was like 18, I think. we middle school together, so... Yeah. I was like 18, I think, when I met him. Yeah, fucking, I... This is my boy, like... I feel like it's lady. But, uh, thanks for having me. It's fun as always. Dude, it's a pleasure having you. It's fucking awesome. Like, to, to, you understand, you're like super local celeb badass to us, okay? Plus the concert we went to. Oh, dude, that you, last re time. you wrecked it. Well, uh, so this is what we got going on right now. Uh, currently, on the 16th, uh, me and the other half of the Halloween Creeps, Crazy K, and other members of Dark Times Entertainment, are having a trick-or-treat meet-and-greet. Um, we're showing off some of the album, and um, the flyer yeah. says all kinds of crazy crap. I have no actual idea what's going to happen. This is Bye. entirely... <laughs> in, Dude. Uh, but from my understanding, um, we're going to do a seance. Uh, we're going to do a ghost hunt. Oh. Uh, he's, he's, oh a, my God. he's been a professional ghost hunter in the past. Dude, that's like right up my alley. Oh, you should so go. I need to go so bad, and I could do a live podcast. Tell everybody but, uh, like. mostly, mostly this is just about getting together with the fans, and you know, because with all the COVID crap that's been going on, it's been really Mass hard. Required to and social distancing. It's been really hard to interact with people. Right. Yeah, for real. And, like, people have been wanting to go out, but they're afraid to go out because of the pandemic, because of the COVID crisis. It's a touchy subject to some because, like, I, I like to ask the questions about, like, uh, what's your view on it? But then some people go, like, eh, I don't want to talk about it, which is fine. Me, I'm like, well, welcome to the plague and updated version of it. <laughs> well, here's my deal on it is our thing, we're going to require the people coming to wear masks. Okie dokie. And it's not so much that, because um, I've always been a rebellious sort, it's not so much that um, I'm not saying fuck authority, but uh, we recently in the last six months lost my uncle to yeah. COVID-related complications. I lost people to COVID myself. And That's so I, I would rather everybody just be safe rather than risk right. getting fans or artists or people that we love and care about sick. Right. Right? Just wear a fucking so, mask. <laughs> I concur. I concur. Well, as long as you guys have known me, you always know I'm all about wearing the mask. Yeah, yeah no, me too. Real, right? <laughs> Get to be a ninja. Hello. <laughs> so... But yeah, so that's what we got going on on the 16th, and then on the 30th in Fall City, Oregon. Fall City. Uh, we're playing a Halloween, or Devil's Night, actually. It's the 30th. We're playing a Devil's Ooh. Night show with um, Whitey and huh. our label Ooh. Toxic Tie and a handful of other artists, including my good friend uh, Ludo Slex. Nice. Nice. Um, 
Oh, I they were throwing big old Halloween bags. Is there like a cover on that one? Just outside of Salem. Just outside of Salem, yeah. Ooh. Um, if I can get is a there a co Is there a cover to that one? Is there a cover to that uh, one? It's five bucks at the door. Oh, shit. I got that. That ain't nothing. Shit. Um, <laughs> but I'll tell you this much, man. We did a show out there, fuck, like three or four months ago, I want to say, with uh, Twisted Insane. Nice. And yeah. it's a weird little venue. It's in the homeboy's backyard in the middle of a residential area. Hey. Hell yeah. But you know what? That's where the best kind of that stuff sounds is going like, down, no, dude. That sounds like, like a badass. Well, what's great about it is it's a super professional setup. It's a really nice stage. It's a really nice sound system. And, like, the crowd that came out, man, there were 200 people there. Wow. In a backyard. Because people like Have that kind of stuff. Hell yeah. <laughs> so... So yeah, we've got yeah. that going on. Um, kind of like, um, like a drive-in, like a movie drive-in, kind well, of, but it's like a concert, well, we, but you're not really driving in, you're like walking in, yeah. which is still yeah. kind of cool to me because then you can like open air to like walk around and socialize. Well, it's not so and if they, well, if they do like they did last time, they had, you know, there's a porta potty, he's got porta potty set up outside with all that professional Well, I always liked that. They had the barbecue set up. Ooh, and barbecue? They were selling plates of barbecue for really cheap and drinks and all that kind of hey, shit. Hey, I'm like, there. Like, like, I need to eat. For being I'm a tiny little girl. <laughs> <making videos. laughs> yes. Um, yes. So, so the 30th, and what time does that one start? Yeah. Um, I think it starts around four o'clock in the afternoon. I okay. just know that because it's in a residential area that we have to be done by a certain time. Yeah, it's right. like ten, ten thirty or something like but that. But you've got what's great about it though is is it seems like the neighbors hate him, mm -hmm. but he's got all the permits. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's the HOA. I bet you anything it's the HOA. And they're like, we don't like him. He's like, I got the permits. We don't like you, yeah. John. I don't like you, John, either. <laughs> I don't like him. <laughs> Makes but me like him more. Found, <laughs> he, he went out and found a bunch of dope, like, theatrical acts to perform. Fuck uh, yeah. So uh, we're looking forward to that. Uh, and then uh, what's going so on is uh, we're working on trying to release the album for Halloween. And uh, yeah. due to a bunch of technical issues, it didn't happen. So what we're doing instead is we're going to release the album on New Year's. Oh, me, and okay. Crazy, uh, me and my partner, Crazy K, we're calling ourselves the Halloween Creeps. Nice. And Halloween we're going to, alongside that, uh, for Christmas, release a four-song EP called The Creeps Ruin Christmas. Oh! <laughs> uh, oh, dude, yes. 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 Well, um, three brand new tracks and our um, first single that we dropped last year entitled Up on the Rooftop. Yeah. <laughs> Up on the Rooftop, huh? So where can everybody like listening find you guys' music? Are you guys like on Spotify? Okay, um, you can find my partner Crazy K on all major uh, media outlets, Spotify, YouTube, wherever the hell people get their music. If you search Crazy K 503, I found this. I will be set up the same way in three or four months, depending. But um, I'm getting ready to re-release my first album with a brand new intro to it. Yeah. And then um, I am currently working on my first full-length self-titled solo album. Ooh. Or not self-titled, I guess. But my first full-length solo album entitled Northwest Acid Rap. Fuck yeah. yeah. 
And um, uh, me and my little brother are also currently working on a project whose name keeps shifting back and forth. So I don't want to say like you don't want to drop anything yet without having it solid. Yeah, I get it. But that one's fun because we're teaming up with a local industrial death metal act called Pill Brigade, specifically the homeboy Ludo's Flex, who's making all of the instrumentals for me and my brother's album exclusively. Fuck yeah. yeah. It sounds uh, like some really cool shit's coming up, actually. Because that one was made and recorded, and that instrumental's from my homeboy Legend on the Coast. It's <laughs> such a fucking beautiful instrumental. Mm. But, uh, so, so yeah, I mean, that's that's what we're doing. Um, our stage show has begun evolving, you know. We've had monsters on stage for years, no yeah. matter what the incarnation of whatever. I've always loved your show. I love dude, I've always loved your stage shows, dude. And I yeah, actually, I can find you on YouTube. So I, my favorite song is the one about the meth girls because that one's just. Oh, so fun story. Uh, that's you'd be pretty, and I love that. Yeah, song. yeah you'd be that, pretty. That you'd was, be uh, pretty. <laughs> and it's sad because that album. Um, the album that that's off of uh, probably never going to be released again. Uh, um, so it's like some underground stuff? Ew. It is. But what I'm doing is because I love that song so much is I'm grabbing some of the homeboys up and we're going to do a master version of it. Ooh. And a music video and shit when my album gets ready to drop. Oh my yeah. god. That's one of the tracks that's going on my solo album. Is a re mastered version, a new version, new instrumental, though I'm going to try to keep the same flavor, and I'm going to bring some different homeboys with me this time. Hey, if you and, need a uh, model for, like, a prop or, like, a toothless person, I might know somebody. <laughs> um, I actually have, um, <laughs> actually have my mask maker, Fabio Taddy, uh, no, if you just need a, trick is, wrong, a chick in the I background for your music video, it's all good. I know that. I know one. <laughs> but um, Fabio made me and my little brother's masks, and he's getting ready to make our version twos. But um, I'm having him work on a meth monster for me. Sweet. <laughs> that I mean, like I was saying, me and Kay are um. Hell, the whole Dark Times Entertainment record label as a whole are elevating our stage show. Um, I, uh, me, when me and Kenny started performing, or Kate, excuse me, shit, kayfabe, either way, when we started performing together again, because we're the Halloween creeps, I started throwing candy at the crowd. And I'll tell you something, if you're gonna throw candy at people, make sure it's shit like suckers, because fucking chocolate bars melt under stage lights. Yes. Holy shit, that was a mess. <laughs> 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 hard candies, but make sure you don't don't that hard either. <laughs> like, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. You got the candy bazooka, Bo. <laughs> the rugged man, a couple fucking months back, and uh, <clears throat> there was a cat in the crowd that I don't really like, and I'm not gonna name names. He's a local Portland dude, and um, he's got some unfortunately disgusting habits, mm. and he's not welcome. And he just keeps showing up, and he just keeps showing up, and fucking, he hates us because we hate him, but we hate him because he's a fucking kid diddler. Uh-oh. Oh. Uh-oh. And no I'm good. trying to chase this motherfucker out of the scene, and I'm not going to fucking name names because I don't need to do that. Right, but right. But just to say that um, this disgusting mass of a human being is off to the side over here, 
And I saw him while I was throwing candy at the crowd. And I went from very gently underhanding the candy to very violently hardball chucking it. Every <laughs> <day>. <laughs> you know. I don't know what overcame me. But I'll tell you this much. Part of the reason we're creeps is I'm not giving people Halloween candy to kiss my ass. Everybody's getting cheap Mexican pinata candy and they can fucking deal with it. <laughs> but hey, some of that's good though. Yeah. I'm gonna oh, knock those. No, I like the cheap. Like <laughs> give me that candy. How <laughs> poor? Give me that candy. Look, check it. That's the thing about yeah. Halloween. Or that should be so, the thing about Halloween. So this is the thing that we're now encouraging our fans to bring trick or treat buckets to the shows. Oh, that's Fuck cool. Yeah. Catch the candy. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Catch the candy. I get got that. So, well, that's so that Mars, maybe. That's what we got going on currently. We're locked in the studio. Um, Dark Times Entertainment is getting ready to drop a handful of albums from the artists on the label. Um, I know that uh, the other half of the Halloween Creeps is currently working on his album Death, which will be followed by an album entitled Within the Woods. Ooh. Nice. But, but we're excited. And we're excited because fucking his, the last album he dropped, Life, was incredible. Right. And I'm really super stoked for him to drop Death. Um, mm. I know that our label, Make Devo the Mac, is getting ready to drop a full-on album that I haven't even heard yet. But everything Devo drops is golden. Um, our homie, our label mate, Toxic Tie, just released an album last year, I believe, uh, called uh, Monster Hero. Uh, you can find Ty on most major platforms. Uh, definitely find him on YouTube. Uh, you can find me on YouTube at uh, Monster Make Television. Monster Make Television. All right. And that's where I've been dropping uh, everything that we dropped to Spotify and all that. Also gets dropped as a single on the YouTube channel. Plus, it hosts um, where we're we're home to the videos of a couple of local professional wrestlers. Uh, whoop, Zach whoop. Show. And you are still wrestling, or what's up with that? No, I, I've been retired a long He's been time. Ah, a long time. I was just asking, but I have seen those videos, though. I do watch them, sir. Oh, I circulate. You were amazing. Videos to be wrestling still, but uh, but I just uh, I just I, I'm not built for it anymore. I loved it when I was a young man, but you always like, I always wanted to be a Divas champ, but I think I've been hit in the head too many times to even try right now. <laughs> I feel that. You <laughs> I feel like a glow stick, but that's right. okay. Right. You could always commentate. Uh, yeah, you could always commentate. Right. Well, that's one of the reasons I was managing for a while. Ah. But, uh, I've just been, right now I'm focused on music. Music is my focus. Fair. Fair. So we are currently scripting and in the early photography stages for a movie we're working on. Mm-hmm. Fucking what? Yeah. Uh, well, I got hit up on my Twitter by Lloyd Kaufman from Troma, who saw one of my music promos and asked me where the movie was. <laughs> and then asked us to submit a movie for their streaming service Troma now huh, and I don't huh. know if we'll ever get it done in enough time to put it on the streaming service but I'm giving it my best go dude that is savage um, it's going to be a horror movie based off of one of my uh, uh, one of the songs off of my first EP yeah. oh yeah what song 
Uh, the story. The story. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, another one. Y'all um, don't know. But, uh, you gotta tune in. But I, I can't say much more about that than that because really it's just in the scripting phases. Yeah, dude, but that's uh, badass. Oh my god, that's I know sick as hell. I know that we're aiming to shoot a music video for the new album. Uh, which, by the way, I haven't. I've been talking about this album. Me and Crazy K are working on this whole time. I haven't said a goddamn thing about the title. So the album we're working on is called Old School American Horror. School spelled with a K. I'm a fucking Johnny the Homicidal Maniac fan. I love Johnny. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, <laughs> My name is Scarecrow so, spelled with a K. I, I can tell you this much. Just yeah, I read the like first single time. we've recorded for it this Halloween is some of the most incredible work that me and my boy have done together. Um, and we, we've come up with song titles and songs for this album that are... It's kind of a mix of gangster rap and Halloween, and so I've been trying to, during the writing process, aim in that direction. So you end up with songs like uh, Bag Snatching with Nines, featuring Toxic Tie and My Little Brother Screwloose. <laughs> nice. But, uh, so yeah, that's what we've got going on there. You know, we're just, we're, we're working on music, and... It sounds like there's some big shit going on. going on. Big shit going on. It sounds fucking bad. That I want I can't wait. Because <laughs> I am a big fan, actually. But I've been a big fan of you since way back Dude, then. I've been a big fan of you since we were kids, and when you were really fucking coming up, man, fucking, I watched well, you. Well, yeah, Seth, you're one of the few human beings on the planet Earth that has been out to see me do punk rock and been out to see me do hip-hop. Yeah, and I love every minute of it. <laughs> so, so, yeah, man, that's that's just where I'm at with it, man. I'm, I'm ready to watch Portland pop the fuck off again. Yes. <laughs> We, we, it's been on time oh, out yeah. for a minute though say, but we way, need to get it off time out our, and, our episode no. our, our podcast we put we put Portland on time out and we're telling cancel culture that they're cancelled until they cancel Portland <laughs> man don't even get me started on cancel culture like fuck tell me that it needs cancelled man oh my god <laughs> Some people needed it, like Harvey Weinstein and fucking right. Phil and some people, some other people need it, and they're aimed at the wrong people. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's, I don't know, man. Like some people, I understand mm -hmm. wanting social justice. Totally. But I totally. Don't condone. I don't. I, I. I. I'm all about social justice, but I don't condone social justice warrior bullshit. Yes. Not every little microaggression and micro infraction and ignorant thing a person says has to be game. Yeah. Exactly. No, I. I totally get that, bud. I. That's my point of view. It's like I. I, I, I was totally reading your version of the choir over here. Seth thinks I'm slight, well, slightly offensive, and I'm like, well, maybe no. the world needs offensiveness just a little. Well, the world does need some offensiveness, yes. but like other things in the world, it doesn't need. And I'll give you an example. Okay. I used to come across very homophobic in my music. Uh -huh. Dropped a lot of f bombs, not the word fuck, and yeah, I took right. four years off, and I really. <coughs> Like, I recontextualized and reimagined and examined the way that I was rapping and decided that that word didn't need to be in my vocabulary anymore because I'm not homophobic. Right. No. Yeah, you're not. 
It's, um, dude, it's the it's the it's the generation that we grew up in that that was a slang term that we used. But see, in my world, like a fag could mean a cigarette, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's 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 my point. But I just personally made the decision to right. stop sounding so ignorant. Right, right, right. Well, that's a good thing, ignorant, actually. I sound ignorant just fine on my own without having to also sound like an intolerant dick. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. I can be an asshole, but I don't need to be an intolerant True. dick. True, I can asshole. be one of those big, so, big, big C words. So that's where I'm at with it, man. It's it's it, it's 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 personally, man, for me, it's something that needed to be left in the past. There yep. are far more right creative words to call people to piss them off than that particular word. Right. Right on. I, have I personally a... like cuck. Yeah. <laughs> he can say anything that, like that. Well, honestly, man, I've never, I've never ever referred to any gay person by that fucking term. Yeah. I've always used it to describe obnoxious straight white males. Yep. Yeah. And so... Me too. Because so, <laughs> it hit... I, I, I like kind of hit him. is just as powerful and it pisses that demographic off just as easy. Yeah. Maybe more so. It's it's probably more so because they're in mm -hmm. denial. Yes. <laughs> in all honesty, I'm just saying. In, in my honesty, opinion, in my perspective, in my, in my perspective, and what I have seen, the more offended they uh, are, the more likely that they, they have, have hidden tendencies. They got secrets. But yeah, so that's that's yeah, yeah I agree, and that's just where I'm at with it. Like I feel like I can be offensive and not be ignorant. Um, Me too. You know, I piss enough people off when I rap about eating babies. <laughs> so the baby tastes good with salt and pepper. It's like I like what Tosh, or Daniel Tosh said about it. He's like, "You're gonna get mad at me about fornicating with a made-up baby." I'm <laughs> still trying to figure out the logic in that. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm just saying, like. We're at, we're, I, I, I know y'all remember, but like, we're once again, like, right about 1994 level of everybody being sensitive. Yeah, or actually a little bit worse. It's like 1994 revisited and remastered. Because we're not but getting flat back in the head, that's why. Well, what I love about it is... You remember how we used to all get slapped in the back of the head, like, knock it off? <laughs> I've been doing horrorcore music so long that it went from being something that was offensive to something that was passe. Yeah. And now it's fucking offensive again. Yeah. And it never really changed. Horrorcore, acid rap, the wicked shit, it never stopped being what it was. No. Maybe because of that whole uh, FBI fucking old blah, 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 blah thing that went down. Well, that's just it, man. All the juggalos getting mad because we're now on the FBI gang task force. And Who cares? At least we're getting noticed. Hey. Well, but I've been on the FBI gang task force watch list since I was fucking 13. Right. Who For cares? It wasn't nothing new to me, but I get it. I can understand why some cats are upset. Some spots that aren't, you know, where we're at. People are getting fucked with over it. It happens real hard in the South and the Midwest where, like, people are getting denied jobs, cats oh, yeah, getting because, taken away. Because of and the so, like, that by blood. the FBI is stupid. Yeah, because of the Anglo-Saxon white, white way of life. Well, it's not just that, man. It's fucking, um... Christianity. I, I like, <laughs> like, it's the only group it's of ignorant. people in any musical demographic, and KISS fans are just as fucking... 
hardcore as Juggalos about their fandom, but they're not on the FBI watch list. Because kitties are not that fucking scary looking. That's fair. I made that. Wait, I gotta make this. <laughs> yeah, just saying. Kiss Juggalo thing got brought up on. Uh, I, I was on the, my homeboy's thing uh, podcast. Picture didn't happen, and I made a statement there. And I'll make the statement again. Nobody wants to be Peter Chris, even Peter Chris. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> well, I I didn't know. I only recently, in like the last five years, discovered that there have been four other members of Kiss that have worn that face paint. Really? Yeah, every time they get pissed at Peter Chris, they just slap somebody in his paint in his costume and put him in the drum set. Oh, that's fucked. Oh, I did because not know that. I watched all these rock documentaries, man, and, like, apparently Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley fucking hate Ace Freely and Peter Chris. <laughs> Makes sense. Both of them fucking are like the Madonnas. Especially fucking, uh... What's his fuck? Gene Simmons. <laughs> Yeah, but, okay, so that was kind of off-subject. No, uh, that's fine. It's what we do here. You don't understand. That's what we we do on these We get a little off-topic because I'm kind of mental, so. We just get off-topic, so don't worry about it. (laughs) It I think the people like it. I don't know. Yeah, people actually end up liking it. Uh, So, dude, uh, uh, oh, what what time does the thing on the 16th start? Uh, 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Okay. Ooh, Take it Park at North Portland under the bridge. Cathedral Park. Uh, so many memories there. I think I think I'll I'll survive the COVID because I swam there once. I gotta check my well, work schedule. Deal, man, is I I don't know what's gonna happen. I'm participating, but this is the craziest thing, and I'm walking into this just as blind as everybody else. Yeah. Improv I'm looking fun. forward to being surprised. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, so, uh, I gotta check my work schedule to make sure I get off at like six or at least close to six. Because, yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> like, yeah. if you're gonna do a seance and, a, and you're gonna do a ghost hunt, oh, I've gotta go and well, I gotta put it on my podcast. We were gonna do this up at Witch's Castle originally, but oh. then we decided this time of year, man, those trails are shit. Yeah, they are. And slick and wet and hard to get to. And so Cathedral Park is where we decided to do this thing, man. And, and there have I don't been... know if y'all ever been to Cathedral Park. But it's <laughs> yes, I swam there. Yeah. I can survive the <laughs> COVID. And it's fucking beautiful, man. And like I'm looking is... forward to this. Um, and then if this goes well, I'm hoping that we can do other meet and greets of this sort. Because like I'm that about some in stores, maybe, but not really. I like the idea of meeting up somewhere spooky with our fans. Yeah, or like I don't ooh, really see you going into like a Barnes and Noble per right. se. Do a meeting greet, it, like but you. it would be I'd show up because you're at Barnes and Noble. I'm like, yeah. oh my god, no, he didn't. Yes, he did. <laughs> I like to do meet and greets at weed stores, right? Or, or do a meet and greet at the Oregon State or Oregon State Asylum. Oh. So I got to plug one other thing, man. Go for it. Um, we currently set up, or we recently, not currently, we currently have, but we recently set up a online web store with teesprings.com. Teesprings.com. Okay. If you search teesprings.com slash the monster market, you'll find us. Teesprings monster market. So is that T, the letter T, Springs? It's T-E-E, like a t-shirt, springs.com. Okay. Okay. 
And you can search monster. for MidnightTeesprings.com if you look for the Monster Market. Slash Monster Market. Yeah. All We've right. got coffee cups, posters. Dude. Blankets, beach towels, t-shirts. Anything uh, special for the ladies? Coffee cups. The coffee cups are extremely high quality. Um, and we own a handful of the t-shirts because I like some of my designs so much I went ahead and spent my own money on my own shit. Well, yeah. Dude, like, they're the high quality. Dude, I want to get to the point where I actually can sit there and create my own merch and shit and give it out to fucking fans and listeners and shit. Well, dude, it's all about work, brother. You get exactly, there. that's what I'm doing now. Putting in that fucking work. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's just basically what the hell we got going on, man. Like, we got all that merch going on on there. Um, and other than that, uh, uh, oh, I gotta give props to the homeboy Don Hart Castle, man. Uh, Don is doing the album art for our album. Don also did the album art for Violent J's new four album and comic book thing he's putting out called Walking Home. Whoa. He's also done a bunch of their throwback merchandise, and Don drew us some uh, front and back cover for this album and two t-shirt designs that were above and beyond anything I could have expected. Dude, that's, that's he, fucking he, sick. Holler. He took and he took us and understood us so well as characters that the black and white roughs he sent me I want to turn into a coloring book. Hell yeah! I want. I think that would be book. dope. I also think it would sell well. I um, want a coloring book. I like coloring. I can't say for sure if this is going to be a hundred percent thing, but I'm currently talking with some friends of mine that own a toy company, and we may be doing Mexican style bootleg toys. <laughs> but whatever cool. works no that'd be cool as fuck dude it's yeah like well, and that's what I'm excited about I'm talking like polybag blow molded like you find like the, the luchador wrestlers and stuff yeah, down yeah, there yeah, yeah, yeah. I love them and that's that's what we're gonna do with that um we also have and um I'm uh, I gotta figure out the logistics of getting them printed but we have and I designed D&D miniatures of me and my little brother and our label mate crazy uh, to sell. Nice. Yeah. Just so, and we're, uh, we're looking at making those printer. actual standard uh, 2.88 millimeter, and then we're looking to do ones that are blown up to five or six inches as little statuettes, which are all hand-painted by... Uh, an extremely amazing miniature artist named Rick Lyons. Um, uh, they were all designed by me. Um, and you know, uh, it's just what it's just one of the many things that we have planned for down the road. Nice. Uh, honestly, I want to slap our record label and faces on it. anything mm-hmm. I can. Oh, dude. Okay. Is there something in the market in the future for the ladies? Um, well, we have we have women's shirts on the page. Um, I they don't do underwear. I wanted to do panties. You could have done makeup um, bags or pillowcase. I don't know. Uh, Your well, face is a pillow. <laughs> and, uh, well, I'm looking at um, 
You might have a mega yeah, fan out there that wants your face as a pillow. Who knows? Do you remember the Slam Buddies from the 80s? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, They make those. Do it. They make toys for professional wrestlers, but, like, I have an in because I used to be a professional wrestler, right? Yeah. And so I've been negotiating, making sets of toys and stuff. They do... They do full-on, you know, six-inch articulated wrestling-style figures, and they do little one-inch hard PVC guys and little blow-molded guys, and, like, it's really it's really an incredible little toy company. Um, but, like, uh, I'm just excited about doing... I'm a toy collector myself, and so yeah, I'm yes excited. Yes, you are. <laughs> you have a gorgeous um, collection. A very fabulous collection. Toys made here in the near future. Um... But uh, one of the things I've been looking into is our, our mask guy, Fabio. He also does the, the heads made of resin, and the bodies are movable puppet bodies, but he's done Slipknot and a bunch of other people. And runs of them aren't super expensive, but I also wouldn't be selling them for cheap. Right. Right. Well, yeah, because they'd be handmade. Yeah. But, yeah, we're looking, into, for the we're looking art. into the games and some other things. Um like women's apparel that are that'll be physically sold at shows because merch that's <laughs> on the web store is going to be different from merch that will be available here next year in our merch booth at shows. Yeah. You'll so have more way, of a selection online than you will at the booths. And it would on that way, you know, there's nothing like like if you want this, you have to come over here to get it. Or if yeah, you want yeah. this, you have to come out to see us to get it. Yeah, right. Totally um, exclusive type of stuff. Uh, we'll also soon be selling uh, the hand-painted monster masks I make at the nice. merch table, so everybody in the crowd can be a monster too. You should also hey. look into like uh, you should also look into like uh, pipes, bongs, uh, grinders. Um, that's on the list. Of, that's definitely on the list of things uh, we can't really sell those in the merch shop, but right, like right. Uh, grinders we can, but like bongs are a little harder to fucking sell at shows. Yeah. But uh, I'm also looking at, I like Teesprings, and I love being partnered with Teesprings, but uh, for things like that, I think that we're going to end up starting our own mailing right. merchandise service. I, I don't know what the hell to call it. I am so stoned. Fair, <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, that's, uh, that's what's going on with that, man. Like, merch that's available in the merch store will not be available in the merch booth, and stuff that's available in the merch booth will not, will be, not available be available in the, the merch, merch store. store. Right, like tour shirts, you're going to get them right at the yeah. tours. Um, oh, that's the other thing is we're looking at, um, I don't know if they'll be done in time for Halloween, but there will be samplers for the album soon. Cool. Yeah. Um, I found a distro service that, uh, with a real good turnaround and real good quality and real good rating. And, uh, like I'm excited. Uh, and those are just going to be real simple front and back cardboard sleeves with a disc inside. Right. Um, uh, I know not everybody still buys physical media, so I'm sure we'll set up somewhere where you can download it online to listen to it for free. Nice. But, uh, but yeah, so that, that, that's what we got going on with that. 
Other yeah. than that, I've just been, you know, locked away in my murder basement writing music and watching horror movies since that time of year. Hell the yes. My favorite season. It's the best season. It's the most I'm wonderful August time August. of the year. <laughs> kind of. So I... But yeah, so... Oh, go ahead. I have to endorse this. We were talking about this before, and uh, I'm going to bring it up now. We are talking about Halloween candies, and yes. I know this one's kind of controversial because I know not everybody likes these kind of things, but one of my absolute favorite things are these branches, mallow cream fucking pumpkins. Mm, mallow cream pumpkins. I think I know which ones you're talking about. They kind of taste like candy corn. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, candy yeah. Candy corn. See, like, there's that candy corn. I love candy corn. And I know a lot of people hate candy corn. <laughs> I told you. I told you, Seth. Candy uh, corn's where it's at. I just can't Fuck understand like, candy corn. Fuck licorice. It's all about candy corn. <laughs> no licorice. Oh, man. Um, what was it? I uh, I took... Uh, one year, I, uh, I made candy corn on the cob, man. I took uh, rice krispies. Whoa. Like <laughs> and then put frosting and put candy corns. Made a whole corn on the cob. I made like two dozen of them one year. That's fucking cool, though. Yeah! Well, I'm all about weird shit like that. Like, every now and again, for uh, for fun, I'll whip out the candy sushi. Candy sushi. Yeah, well, check it out. You take Rice Krispies and licorice and whatever else, and you put it in the middle, and you roll it in the Rice Krispies like you would sushi inside the rice, right? Right. And then you wrap all of the outside of that with a fruit roll-up. Huh. And then you chop it up into little... Discs. Circle, you know, like you would sushi and you serve it with Ricky and uh, chocolate sauce and something else is fucking in place of the, the, uh, the wasabi and the uh, soy sauce. That's fucking cool. That sounds good, though. That sounds really okay. good. <laughs> I, I can't take credit for it, man. Uh, in like 2007, uh, I used to stay up really, really late at night and Rachel Ray comes on. <laughs> Shout out to Rachel Ray. And like I could not stop staring at that broad's rack and in the process I feel you on that, Brody. So she now does every have time a big I still good food and see a pair of titties, I get a little stiff. Yes. <laughs> but she just uh well there was one episode, man, and I think she knew what the fuck she was doing. But she was making like uh like like butter for garlic bread, but she was making green butter for the garlic bread. But it was the way she kept saying you gotta make your green butter. Green and butter. And I'm just like I'm just like, Rachel Ray, are you telling me I should be making this substance with wheat butter? That's what it sounds like she's saying. Obviously, that's not what she's saying on network television, but that really is what it sounds like she's saying. Maybe she was just saying it to you like subliminal messaging. <laughs> but either way, like, <laughs> rack at 3 o'clock in the morning made me a better cook. But I also came out of it with some weird recipes like the candy sushi. Huh. See, I like uh, that idea, though. That sounds really sounds good idea. Like, that's like a really good idea for like a Halloween party, have like a candy sushi tray. Well, and there's, there's also, well, you, I've, got a, I've got a bunch of different things like that you can do for weird little Halloween snacks. Like what? Uh, well, like you can take Vienna sausages, for instance, and cut them in a certain couple of ways that make them look like a severed finger. Yeah. Mm. 
I want to do that actually because I want my like. Ah, uh, and there's just other things like that. Oh, uh, I used to do, uh, we used to take donuts and donut holes and make it look like a spider sitting in the middle of a nest. And I know they do that at Krispy Kreme now. <laughs> Krispy Kreme, they're so good. I love Krispy Kreme. And I know the corporate thing is to be all about voodoo donuts, and I love voodoo donuts, but sometimes I feel like they get a little carried away. They do get carried away. Yes. I don't really like voodoo donuts. Everybody's I like, don't. Oh, I'm all, I just They're over-frosted the to me. They're really, really oversweet. Well, don't get me wrong. I like being able to go in there with 20 bucks and buy a five-gallon bucket of donuts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll give you that. But it's just but too much frosting. waiting in line is overrated. And honestly, like, there are, like, ten other donut places in Portland and Hillsboro and Vancouver. Like, if we want to talk about dope places to go for donuts around this area, man, um, in Vancouver, there's a spot called Mr. Maple's. Mm. And Mr. Maples makes the best damn maple bars I've ever had. And then they make a thing called the Extreme Maple, which is a maple bar that's filled with maple bar frosting. The fuck? Yeah. It was awesome. Oh, there was this one place down in fucking Syracuse that was like that. Uh, they were bomb. Was it Barrels Donuts? Barrels. Barrels. Oh, Barrels Donuts had oh. amazing dollar donut holes. Just oh, I just remembered another thing that we are currently working on. Uh, with my homeboy Ryan Preston, who is a former United States Army vet who started a for-profit hot sauce company called Front Sauce, and all of their money goes to the Wounded Warrior Project. Right on. Nice. Right on. Yeah. So we are currently at Dark Times Entertainment, teaming with Grunt Sauce to create a Dark Times Entertainment line of hot sauces. <laughs> yes. Where all the profits go back into the Wounded Warrior Project, back into Grunt Sauce. Fuck yeah, dude. So, yeah, dude, I'm excited about that. Well, I'm excited because I'm going to sit down with the homeboy who, uh, in the last three years of his life, has turned himself into a master sauce maker, studied the peppers, <coughs> learned everything he needed to know about making sauce to make this shit amazing. <coughs> so you got any uh, uh, ideas for fucking names yet? Um, well, I know for sure that mine's going to be called Grim and Barry. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! Perfect! Um... Uh, but yeah, so that is, um, and then um, I also uh, I'm also looking at talking to Homeboy into letting us brand and sell a spice that he made himself. He makes three different varieties of it. He calls it uh, Kai Spice. It's amazing, and I don't know entirely what's in it, but I know that he was making fajitas one day and uh, left the stuff in the fry the air fryer for too long and it kind of dried into powder and that's part of what's in it but i can't really say anything other than that because i don't know i just know that when i have it and he supplies it to me i put it on everything mm. it's good on pork it's good on chicken it's good on the outside of a grilled cheese sandwich hmm 
So, uh, my homeboy is looking at uh, branding that and selling that here soon. And so I'm going to sit down with him and we may be working on a line of accompanying spices and rubs to go with the hot sauces. Hell yeah. So, it's all about some weird shit, man. All about some weird shit. I'm loving it. Every minute of it. (laughs) Because I'm all about that weird shit. (laughs) Well, we got about 15. um, So, yeah, that's. That, that's what we're doing, man, is we're working on crazy crap. We're about to start slinging sauces and music and who knows what else. Well, sauces movie, and music. Like, dude, and a fucking movie. That, that, I want, dude, let me know when you get the script done and you get it dropped. I want to, it's trauma. Well, we'll, we'll be, uh, we'll always be looking for extras, man, and we're going to start oh, looking no, for I was extras talking about, I want to watch. Oh, well, that'd be great, man. I'm talking about, I want to watch this motherfucker. Are you kidding me? Oh, uh, well, yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Um, but yeah, we're also working on music videos and a bunch of other little short films and sketches, too, which all oh, should be yeah. popping off here in the near future. Perfect. So, but for right now... Come New Year's Eve, uh, me and Crazy K should be dropping that Halloween Creeps album. Fuck yeah. With four fucking Christmas songs coming up. Y'all better tune the fuck in, that's all I gotta say. I'll be tuning in. I'll be definitely tuning in. Well, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm excited about shit, man. Dude, no, that's fucking, yeah, no, seriously, I'm excited about that. That's, that's awesome for you, bro, like. What my listeners don't know, it's like, yeah. You we, came uh, up a long, I, long, I've long way. I've known you since middle school, and we've come up a long motherfucking way, and you are shining like a motherfucker, and I'm proud of you, bro. <laughs> well, you know, man, I'm excited to fucking be able to shine like this. I'm excited to be popping off in the way we're popping off. Um, and, you know, I'm just, all of this stuff, all of this stuff is going to be amazing. Yeah, it is. Um. And like I said, uh, we're just, we're just, you know, we're throwing shit against the wall, man. And what's sticking, sticking, and what doesn't, you know, fuck it then. <laughs> right? Okay. If it's stuck, it's up, it's stuck. Fuck it. Fuck it, you know, fuck it, fuck it. But yeah, uh, well, I'm excited. So, like, uh, we're talking about the Halloween season, man. And we're talking about the horror movies I've been watching. Um, what's your you favorite one? On Hulu right now is a horror movie from the 1980s that I always suggest to people, and it's been hard to find until recently. It's called 976 Evil. Ah, oh, dude, yes. 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 All right. That's on Hulu? Know it. Oh, I, fuck I yeah. used to try to dial the number when I was a kid. Yeah. Okay, fun facts about the movie. Um, It stars the kid that plays Evil Ed in Fright Night. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. But do you guys know who directed it? No. No. Robert England, Freddy Krueger himself. It was his directorial debut. Oh, fucking wow. Weird. Yeah. He's made a handful of movies over the years. It's crazy. Yeah, I know he made a handful. I didn't know he had a hand in that. That's fucking... But uh, what I'm also super excited about is uh, we're going to go see fucking Halloween Kills here soon. Nice. Yeah, I actually want to kind of catch that one. Because, uh, eh, <laughs> I've been oh. iffy about the other ones that they've had. Well, here's the thing, man. It's like um, the, the the 2018 movie entitled Halloween. Okay, 
is maybe the best traditional Halloween movie they've made since four. Yeah. Five, six, Resurrection are all a fucking shit fucking diaper fire. Yep. <laughs> um, Halloween, the Rob Zombie movies, I'm one of the few people that's like, I love both of those movies. I love the first one for being the fucking hellbilly shit show that it is. And I love the second one, not because it's a Halloween movie, but just because it's a good Rob Zombie movie. Yeah, I mean, he threw his Rob Zombie flair into it, that's for sure. And you know what, man? It, it might not work for everybody. I prefer the director's right, right. cut. Right, right. But that's the thing about our fucking show is it's all about people's perspective. You don't have to agree with everybody. <laughs> well, yep. well and, that's, and that's just it, man. It's like, but that 2018 Halloween movie, man, that, one that good. shit is amazing. That one was good. That one was really, really, uh, really good. Well, and they're doing, uh, there's this one coming out, Halloween Kills, and then next year we get the third one in this new trilogy of movies entitled Halloween Ends. Yeah, Halloween Ends. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I'm going to go see is fucking Let There Be Carnage, man, that new Venom movie. Yeah, I've been wanting that. to watch that really bad. I just watched Black Widow this morning after I watched A Nightmare on Elm Street 3. How did you fare for it? For Black Widow? Yeah. Uh, you know, I enjoyed it. I did I don't too. think it was a bad movie. No. I just think that, like, there could have been so much more to it. Like, there was so much... It felt like there was so much cut out. I me. feel like they kind of cock-teased us saying yeah. that they were going to show us uh, her and Hawkeye in Budapest. Yeah. And we got... Nothing. Her sister. <laughs> and I know some people are upset, you know, spoiler warning, whatever, about the swerve. That yeah, oh, sorry, so, spoiler alert for Taskmaster. anybody who's watched the movie. Sorry. I don't give a fuck about Taskmaster not being a dude. It's yeah, the same I, thing they did with the, the other version of the Mandarin. They swerved us a little bit. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, it's the same thing they did with, uh, 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 uh oh, God, uh, Ratman. It was his daughter in, uh, uh, oh. Suicide Squad. Oh, Suicide Squad was amazing. It was great, dude. Both of them were really, well, really good. I'm one of the few people. I'm one of the few people on the planet that's an advocate for the director's cut of the first Suicide Squad. Movie. Yes, me too. I want to see the director's cut. Well, the director's cut's out there. It's got more established. Like, okay, so my problem with the theatrical movie is, is one, the ending shit. Yeah. Just flat the fuck out the ending shit. But my other problem with it is, is that. The theatrical version of the movie cuts out all of the interaction and establishing shit with the squad as they're in that town and they're getting to know each other. Yeah. There's also an extra Harley Quinn flashback pre-her falling into the fucking toxic waste. <sighs> and so... You know, it is what it is. Yeah, uh, but it's just like I, what they did with fucking... I'm glad that they didn't just erase the first movie, but I'm glad that it stands on its own. King Shark's my spirit animal. Right. <laughs> but I want to see the fucking, uh, uh, the director's cut of the second one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, you know, Peacemaker's getting his own TV show. I actually want to watch that. I saw a preview of it. I was like, ew. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, but that, you know, I'm excited. There's all kinds. I love horror really? movies. I love superhero flicks. I love action movies. And Have you shit. watched I'm Titans? I'm really excited for 
some of these superhero flicks coming out. Have you checked out Titans? Yeah, oh yeah, dude. I was just I just watched the new episode this afternoon. I have not that. watched the new episode just yet. I'm just like uh, I'm waiting for my homeboy Chad to sit there and catch up. I also just watched uh, the new episode of this season of American Horror Story, which has been fucking oh, phenomenal. Oh, it was so weird. That little, was it about the one with the little girl? Um, it's, well, it's, uh, the, the, the season is called Double Feature. Yeah. And what they did is the first half is, yeah, all that weird shit in Maine with yeah. the, the pills, and that, I don't want to say ew. anything else it's still going on and then the second half is all about the 1950s and UFOs and I'm just a little like what the fuck is going on but I'm really enjoying it wait we have a feeling that like it's a it's a double this this season is a shout out to like all the old school cult classic movies that's why they're doing that like you know close encounters and blah 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 well that's I, I feel like the first half of it was very much a love letter to Stephen King. Yeah. It's set in Maine or New England. Um, it's about monsters that aren't obviously monsters in a small town. And then this half of it feels like, you know, the, the day the earth stood still. Yeah, would, uh, Orwell. Orwell, exactly. You know, War of the Worlds... Um, uh, you know that kind of thing, and I'm I'm super okay with it. Uh, I'm just wondering I how it's gonna tie together. Of, well, I love that kind of horror. I love that kind of horror comedy. Um, and the guy that they have playing uh, Dwight D. Eisenhower, I love that guy and stuff. Yeah, he played. Uh, he was in like three seasons of Arrow. Is uh, Damian Dark? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And he's, he's been in a bunch of other stuff, and he's always a diabolical asshole in everything he does. Dude, he really does play a really good dick. Right? Well, and you gotta love that, man. Like, no, there are so, people out there that play really, really, really good fucking evil people. They're, like, just yeah, spot I, on I for it. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, well, okay, an example. One of my favorite TV villains is the character um, uh, Lincoln Potter from Sons of Anarchy in the show Mayans. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that guy is a diabolical dick wrapped in a bunch of eccentricity. <laughs> but, and that's, you know, I just, oh, I, I personally have always loved a good villain. I don't get me wrong, I love a great hero story too. But I always love, like, a really, I, I like when a villain makes me not like them. Hey, real quick, we're gonna pause this because we only got like six minutes, so we're gonna. Pause and start another fucking clip. So one sec. That's all we had to do was just stop recording one and start recording it. Oh wait, no, hold on. Jared, fuck yeah. Okay. Yeah, dude, I'll fucking I'll send you a list of links and shit for everything I've been talking about. So yeah, it's Um, like. Just let me know when you're ready to fucking get going again. We're going again. We're going again. It just took us a second. We're still trying to figure this out. As you were saying about. But we're we're all stoned. This is gonna be fun. Oh, yeah, well, no. What I was talking about was 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 my love of Hollywood, really good villain. Oh yes. And thank to you. me, the best villains are the ones that make you go, "No fuck, I hate you," and I'm mm-hmm. die. Yes. <laughs> okay. And again, I was talking about Sons of Anarchy. I really fucking love that yeah. show. I mean, like so much so that when it was on the air, we followed it from season one. 
Spock, but the character Jim Stahl from the first three seasons of that show is one of the most diabolically horrible human beings that's ever been put on film. Damn. That bitch causes nothing but problems the entire time she's on the show, and I really wanted her to die. <laughs> That's a huge statement you're making. Oh, uh, dude, legit. It's like uh, Giancarlo Esposito. He's been on fucking Mandalorian. He's been on fucking. Uh... Everything he's ever been in, I wanted to see that freaking guy. No shit, dude. He plays a great fucking bad guy. You're like, ooh, you uh, should he's fucking die. The bad guy in The Boys. Yep. Like the head of the corporation. Yeah. He's bad and guy in Mandalorian. He's Moff Gideon. It's funny that you bring him up because I watch a lot of YouTube and he's the new villain in the Far Cry 6 game. Yeah, I want... The commercials come on and they won't let you skip him and he fucking taunts you about it. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you play such the good dick. Yeah. And he's like, apparently he's a, a really, really great guy in fucking real life. Well, and you know, on the opposite end of that, yeah, that's how I've always heard he's a really cool guy, but he always plays somebody I want to fucking spit on. No shit, I want to choke you. <laughs> I want to choke you while I'm spitting on you, and I want to kick you on the goddamn ground. But on the opposite end of that, I can also appreciate an extremely complicated bad guy. Yeah. It's not necessarily evil, but he's a great guy. And yeah. again, I go back to Sons of Anarchy and the character of uh, Alex Traeger. They call him Tigger. Yeah. And Tigger is an extremely complex piece of shit. <laughs> Where, like, at times you're like, Jesus fucking Christ, dude, how come somebody hasn't put a bullet between your eyes? And then other because. times you're, <laughs> that you're like, Jesus Christ, I understand why you're such a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> But I still want to put a fucking bullet between your eyes. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. And that's, you know, and that's, again, I got to give it to the actors playing the characters. They but I also got to give it to the man that was writing the show and his incredible dialogue. Because, like, like, you know, again, it's all, it is what it is when you're making something. And it takes everybody involved to make it really great. Yeah. Well, it's like when the writer fucking uh, when he writes it out, gets the dialogue out there. You you gotta be good. You gotta be able to deliver it in a proper manner, however he wrote it. <laughs> and to watch those motherfuckers. Well, yeah, I mean, you could write Shakespeare, but if the actor's giving you daytime soap opera, exactly, you know, that brilliant writing is not going to come through. <laughs> Alas, poor Yorick, I knew him, Horatio. What would that fuck well, yeah, is that? I mean, you can deliver that well, or you can do it like Captain Kirk. Exactly. <laughs> Alas. Oh, Horatio. Hi. Oh, oh. New Horatio. Exactly. But yeah, that's that's where the fuck I'm at with it, man. It's like, like it, it takes it takes a brilliant mind and a brilliant actor to make you a fucking love or hate a character. Dude, for real. And then and a really good director to sit there and bring it all together. Exactly. Exactly. Um, well, one of the greatest cinematic examples of that are the first three Evil Dead movies. Oh, yeah. Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell. Sam Raimi. Yes. Oh, my God. Bruce yes. Campbell. Legend. legend. Fucking legend. Uh, well, uh-oh. Did you guys go away? No, we're no. still here. We're still... Okay, cool. Sorry. My, my phone was, my phone did something on my end. Bad phone. 
Bad food. Bad. We still heard you. But, uh, I'm excited about the Evil Dead stuff coming out because they're getting ready to release a continuation of the Evil Dead movies. Yeah. Another one? Bruce Campbell back his ass. We're getting an entirely new story about the Deadites being loose in the world. Ooh, really? And not just trapped in Michigan or around the cabin. Huh. Huh. Oh, like when after, so, like after when he came back from fucking, uh, uh, God, wherever he was at, and, uh, the dead eye was there in, uh, <laughs> in the S Mart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Stuck. But there's, uh, Smart. But there's more to it than that because S-Mart. they're also talking about doing a sequel to the Fetty Alvarez Evil Dead movie, the super hardcore one that's not funny. Yeah. Now check this out. Everybody's like, it's a remake. It's a remake. It's not a remake. It's a, it is a self-contained story inside that universe. Yeah. And something that not a lot of people understand is that there are three books of the dead. They destroy the first one in the first movie. Yep. Um, and I believe that the book that shows back up in in the Evil Dead is a re is the same book from the first movie re the cover was redone like they reskinned it yeah reanimated well brought it back obviously but I mean the book itself they rebound it made a new cover for it yeah because Ash throws it in the fire in the first movie and it burns up but okay so my whole idea on that theory is is that in the in uh in uh, Army of Darkness, the third one, mm-hmm. there are three books in the cemetery. Uh-huh. And he has to pick the Necronomicon Ex Mortis, but they also called the first book something different in the first movie. And so my thought is, is that there are three books bound in human flesh and written in blood. I'll bet you and anything so Sam Raimi's sitting there clapping. <laughs> He's like, very good. I bet you, you figured it out. Sam Raimi's uh, sitting there clapping right now, like, Grim got this. I got one more fun thing. Um, it's the only one of them in the entire series that does it. It's an entirely self contained story, but uh, Jason Goes to Hell the Final Friday? Yeah. It's secretly an Evil Dead movie with Jason as the main Dead Eye. Hmm. And my thoughts on this is when they are in the um, house. The Voorhees house, the Kandarian dead are in the Book of the Dead are there. Ah. I know, yeah, I know exactly what the party's talking about. Because she has to get the dagger. Yep. To stab Jason. In the um, but I love that kind of stuff. I'm a huge study of cinema, and so, uh. Dude. Did you know I did not think about that. Go look at people. Well, and then if you think about it, oh, wait a minute. If you think about it. Wait, no, no, check this out, man. It, it, they were all written by a dude named D'Souza, and they all involve the fictional country Valverde. It's Predator, Commando, Die Hard 2, the show Supercarrier, and one other movie that's escaping me right now. And they all interact with the small South American country of Valverde. In fact, the crap that happens in Commando directly causes the shit that happens in Die Hard 2 at the airport. (coughs) 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 
like so a the Alien Predator movies are in the same universe as <laughs> Die Hard, Blade Runner. <coughs> All because one writer decided to insert his own fiction. Oh, the TV show Jack. <coughs> if I'm memory, if I'm remembering correctly, don't exactly quote me on that. But. But yeah, so all of these movies are connected by this fictional country <laughs> in South America. What is Televerde? Right? <coughs> it's very hot down there. It's really. Yeah. But yeah, so like, I don't know. I just love movies. I love horror movies. I love fucking, uh, I've been watching a lot of old school shit. They've got a bunch <coughs> of really old horror movies on HBO right now. Yes, they and, do. Like, they yes, they the do. 1939 King Kong movie yep. and all kinds of shit. What's your most favorite all-time horror movie? Horror movie, old school. Like, old, yeah, old. Old, old school. Nightmare on Elm Street 3 and John Carpenter's The Fog. Ooh, The Fog. <laughs> you know that what used to so creep me good. out? Critters. Critters is good. Um, I don't know why those little fucking fuzzballs. Some about their teeth. Favorite underrated one is uh, Halloween Three: Season of the Witch. Everybody gives it shit because Michael Myers isn't in it. I don't give a crap. It is an incredibly dark, humorous, and fucking scary sci-fi horror movie that doesn't get enough love, in my opinion. It's just like when Jason goes to space. Yeah. Oh, I love Jason X. I, I know, I like Jason X. It's just kind of weird. I wish they'd send Freddy Krueger to space. <laughs> it's like, all he did was tell everybody, look, you don't fuck in space either. Jason will kill you. <laughs> like, just okay, don't fuck. funny story about that movie. That movie was made because they were trying to make Freddy versus Jason. Yep. And they couldn't get it done, and they couldn't get it done. And so the reason that it's set in space and almost 500 years in the future is so that it couldn't impact any movies that came before it or any movies that came after it because it's set so far in the future. Yeah, they have a a lot of breathing room. Yeah. But I also, I'm a huge fan of Uber Jason. I think it's a great sci-fi fucking trope. I I, know, I liked it. I I actually liked it. I thought it was fucking good. And one thing that a lot of people give that movie shit for being cheesy, but that's the appeal, but it's that's also got ap- some of the best kills in the series. Dude, it's, yeah, no, it's and like... I cite, wait, I cite my two favorites, and that's where he freezes homegirl's face and just fucking shatters it on the counter. Yeah, that was a good one. And when he knocks, uh, it's either the chick or the dude, I can't remember, because I know one of them gets the hook through the chest, and that's cool too, but I think it's a dude, and he falls on a drill, and they show his body spinning. That was the, the that was the that was the yeah that was the dude. Because the chick shows up later with the giant anchor hook through her fucking chest. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that was uh, a good oh, wait, one. Here's a wait. I'm all about fun facts. So you, you guys, fucking um, the professor, the guy leading the expedition, the dick that's trying to sell Jason for money to his buyer on Earth too. Yeah. Voiced Link in the Saturday or the Friday afternoon Legend of Zelda cartoon that was on when we were kids. Huh? Damn. Uh, one of the reviewers I watch online referred to him as Professor Fleet of Link. Fleet of Link? So, man, man, no, I love that kind of shit, man. Um, 
Uh, they're getting ready to reboot Hellraiser closer to the novel with a female-esque pinhead. Because in the book, in Clive Barker's Hellbound Heart, he's described as she or he, very androgynous. Yeah, androgynous asexual. Yeah. It's very hermaphroditic in the book. Yeah. And they made uh, they made the choice to make Pinhead more masculine in the 1980s because, because they, they didn't believe a female slasher would sell well. Yeah. Yep. Well, they were wrong. Oh yeah. Well, you know, fucking. <laughs> I, I I've always been of the opinion that uh, I wish they had done the third Rob Zombie movie or the third Halloween movie in Rob Zombie's timeline because it would have been about Lori running around killing people. With Michael. Like, the two of them together as murder siblings. Yeah. That would have been cool. What I've always wanted... Now, there's a fan film out there. You can find them on YouTube. They're called Never Hike Alone and Never Hike in the Snow. But I've always wanted to see a Friday the 13th movie set in the winter. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't like the cold. the snow would be amazing. Maybe he doesn't like the cold. Maybe, but he's from New Jersey and it snows there, man. Yeah, but he died <laughs> somewhere else. He died in the water. And it was cold well, see, in the water. Well, see, that's kind of sketchy, too. And it was cold in the water. Movies, he didn't the like continuity's it. a little iffy. Uh, here's something not a lot of people know. I Two, three, four all take place in a three-day period of time. And Jason changes appearance in all three movies because consistency is stupid. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, well, the Friday the 13th, that's just it. It's like, in the first movie, very, very much Jason drowned in the lake. Yep. But in the second movie, he looks like an undersized kid. And in the third movie, he's all bulky and bald. I don't think he died in the lake. I think that he fucking survived and grew up on the fucking other side of the fucking lake from the camp and was a fucking forest-dwelling mongoloid until they killed him and brought him back with lightning. You leave my mongoloid child alone. I told everybody he died so I could collect him. Well, and here's the thing about that first movie, is there are inconsistencies in it, too, as far as the murder and the twist of Pamela being the killer. I think she had help. Yeah. I don't. I think yeah, she was. I think she just off a fucking rocker, and she knew Jason was alive the whole goddamn time. Dude, I think he was helping her. I think I need to take a bug break. Hey, <laughs> 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 poor puppy. Yeah. She thinks I'm a good. Yeah, man. I uh, I just I love fucking. I love horror, man. And I love cheesy '80s slasher Dude, flicks. I, I do love the cheesy 80 slasher flicks, and especially uh, if they're made to look that way. Especially if they're, like, super B-rated. Uh, wait, want a really good one? That, that, uh, so, one of my favorite trends from 80s horror movies are when the sequel goes fucking bonkers. Right and my two favorite examples, just... my two favorite examples oh, anchor my anchor. are uh, Slumber, uh, Slumber Party Massacre 1 and 2 are completely different movies from each other. But they're both amazing, and this is how it works. They're good. In the first movie, the driller killer is just killing people with a drill. He's a real fucking person, right? Yeah. In the second movie, he is a 
Freddy Krueger-esque greaser dream demon with a rock guitar that has a drill on the end of it. Yeah. Okay, and the other one that's like that is Prom Night. The first Prom Night movie, fucking straight up slasher whodunit movie, right? Yeah. The second one, the killer's a chick and she has psychic fucking powers. Like, yeah, yeah, like Harry. Kinda, yeah. Also, top five favorite kills is when she squashes that bitch with the lockers. <laughs> yes. But, and that's, you know, and it just fucking, I, I don't know, man, like, weird horror movies, uh, weird sequels to horror movies, uh, the, the, have you ever watched any of the Silent Night, Deadly Night movies? I have not. Okay, well, those with... guys go off the rails real quick. So the first movie is a pretty solid movie about a dude who was traumatized by a dude dressed like Santa as a kid. Is that the one with uh, Goldberg in it? No, that's uh, that's uh, fucking Evil Santa or whatever the hell that's called. Santa Slays or whatever. No, no, no. These are made in the eighties, man. And the first movie, the kid gets the, the kid gets triggered as an adult and goes on a murder spree. The second movie is a forty-five minute recap of the first movie, followed by fucking twenty-five minutes of original content. Damn. The third movie is about the killer from the first movie with his brain inside a glass dome coming back, and it's really weird. And then the third movie is about um, uh, Mickey Rooney being a murderous toy maker named Joe Petto. Huh. So, like, that, those movies do it. I don't think those movies know what the fuck's going on. Um, but they're all incredible. Uh, whether it's for, you know, being a good slasher or just being a cheesy pile of crap, they're incredible. See, I like those. I don't get how some people can fucking, like, uh, rag on really good, cheesy-ass fucking horror. Well, you know, some people are some just not uh, sophisticated for that. You know, I honestly believe that because there's some fucking B-rated horror out there that's just fucking... Qu it would be made even more quality if they used, like, fucking, uh, uh, like, A-list fucking celebrities. And I'm talking, like, super A-list celebrities for a B-rated fucking movie. And I'm not even B, like, D-rated fucking horror movie. That would be so good. <laughs> Got Arnold Schwar like the the one zombie movie that I felt was underrated, it was a more serious look at, you know, a zombie horror flick was, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it had Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. And his daughter had gotten bitten and he was trying to get it. Oh, yeah, I saw previews for that, but I haven't had the chance to watch oh, it Oh, my yet. God, it was actually, uh, I, in my opinion, was really, really, really good. And Arnold Schwarzenegger did a really good job fucking playing a dad who was trying his hardest to fucking get his daughter to help. Uh, you want a really good B-horror movie that I watched recently? Um, it's a Nicolas Cage movie called Willy's Wonderland, and he doesn't say a single word the entire movie. I haven't seen it yet, but I've wanted to watch that. I keep seeing it pop up, and I'm like, I should watch this. You should watch that. It's incredible. It's good? Uh, it's really good? Oh, yeah. It was way better than it has any right to be. <laughs> good. Yeah, especially with Nicolas Cage. I'm like, yeesh. <laughs> But it's Nicolas uh, Cage. So the only reason I want to fucking watch it is because it's fucking Nicolas Cage. Pretty much. 
pretty much. I mean, that guy is incredible in almost everything he's been in, and even if the movie he's in is terrible, just him being in the movie is enough to it. It helps, it helps, at least. <laughs> he's been in some wild-ass shit. He's been, he's done some wild-ass shit in movies. Um, I'm trying to think of other horror movie suggestions for the season. I know, like, um, like really, you know, like super old ones. Like, I actually want to get down to some like old school Draculas and some fucking Frankenstein. Um, well, yeah, the Invisible uh, Man. Uh, you can find it if you want to get down on old old school Dracula, because uh, uh, it's public domain. You can find it on YouTube. But uh, go watch the 1929 Nosferatu. Oh God, yes. Oh God, yes. Uh, That's one. But if you're gonna watch that, you also have to watch um, an account. Uh, Accompanying piece called The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Is that the one where the... is one of the earliest silent horror films? Oh. It's German surrealism and it's incredible. The Cabinet of Dr. Calamari? Caligari. 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 Um, also, uh, also, uh, the movie uh, it's, uh, stars Gwynplaine. It's called The Man Who Laughs. Oh, yes. That one's so good, and that's actually where they got the idea for the Joker. For the Joker. Yep. Um, that guy's fucking smile is insane. It on its own is just an incredible movie. It is. It really is. <coughs> is it actually under... I, in my opinion, it's actually super underrated. It should be... People should um, watch Well, at this time of year, you know, anthology movies... Uh, go watch yourself some Creep Show. Go watch Trick yeah, or yeah. Treat. Um, Tales from the Crypt. We have one on its channel called Tales of, ha- Tales of Halloween, I think. It's a little cheesy, a little scary, a little funny, but it's a lot of fun. Definitely worth the fucking 20-minute watch. Hell yeah. Or, I mean, the, the hour watch. But uh, I think that one of the underrated stories in it is about a dude being abused, and every time his old lady abuses him, she turns into this devil creature. Hmm. And it's, I don't know how else to explain it, but it's just like, but there's a bunch of other crazy crap that happens, like singing <coughs> jack o and yeah. There's even an alien abduction. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of other things to suggest. Uh, there's a new one out uh, on HBO right now called Malignant. That's really good. Yeah, that one's actually uh, really good. The new Universal Invisible Man. It's not old, but it's fucking amazing. Yeah, I haven't caught that one yet. I remember the one with Kevin Bacon, <laughs> and I'm still kind of wary. Um, no, don't be wary, man. It's uh, it is a solid 100% horror update to a classic movie. Yeah, because the original Invisible Man was fucking good. Uh, this updates it for a modern world. Oh yeah, it obviously. Takes some of the alchemy science out of the Invisible Man, but it also, in doing so, gives him his own unique and creepy noise. Hmm. And I can't really say any more than that without ruining it. Just know that, like, it's a hundred percent solid movie from beginning to end. Hmm. Definitely have to check it out then. Um. Also, if you like good satirical, like Evil Dead style movies, find the movie Wolf Cop. Wolf Cop. Wolf Cop. 
It's about a shit local sheriff who turns into a werewolf. Wolfcott. <laughs> but it's like, like straight up open the top. Oh, and I got a suggestion for your viewers and for you guys if you can find them because they're kind of rare. It's a trilogy of movies called Feast. Feast. Feast 1, 2, and 3, and I swear to you, you will never be the same after watching those movies. Um, I can't even begin to describe them other than to say it's over-the-top, offensive, violence, sex, and insanity the whole way through. <laughs> Sounds like my party. <laughs> right? I'm still there. Like, giggity, what are we doing tonight? We're, we're debauchery. Cute. Right. Um, I think well, you can't. Dude, you're totally fine. Are you fucking kidding me? The uh, monster goblins are getting loose, and I have to wrangle them back into their cages. Fair. I don't fair. want to lose fingers, but I want to give shoutouts. Go I want for to give shoutouts to Dark Times Entertainment. Yep. Uh, specifically, my little brother Screwloose. My homies Toxic Ty and Crazy K. My homie Debo and his cousin Chevy. Um, I'd like to give props to Whitey for putting the, the Halloween show on. Um, and I would like to give shout outs to everybody behind the scenes at the label that makes it work. I'd like to give mad props to you guys for having me on. Thank you. Thank and you for coming on. Thank you for coming on. Listening. You can find us uh, everywhere you can find anybody else. Just gotta look. Yep. Fair. And then remember, everybody, October 16th, Cathedral Park, uh, it's a meet and greet. Uh, what's the name of the festival again? Or the, the... Uh, the thing is just the Halloween Creeps meet and greet. And then we're doing, October 30th, we're doing Devil's Night at Whitey's in Falls City, Oregon. Okay, right, okay. people. And remember to check in with us on Facebook, Instagram. And I will and... post up all this and link up all this information on my Instagram, Facebooks, and everything. And I will... Let everybody know and broadcast this as much as I can. Hey, I love you guys. I love you for having me on, man. You guys have yourself love a great you rest and of your show. Good night and fuck off. I'm out. Okay, fuck off. Love, love you. Oh, that's my guy right there. That was so awesome. I feel like it was a great fucking interview. Uh, so yeah, folks, like we said, check him out at the Cathedral Park. It's the Crease Meet and Greet. Uh, also, oh, I'll the get homeboy Grim Grim. <laughs> yeah. Grimland. I want to thank Grimmy for fucking actually doing the interview. It was super awesome of him. Uh, and thank you all the listeners for listening. Thank you guys for checking in with us. Thank you, Spotify, Anchor, everybody else has been po posting our podcasts. And uh, thank you, my listeners. Because without you, I wouldn't be talking anyway. Exactly. Definitely. Thank you guys. Uh, and yeah, we'll catch you later. Definitely gonna let you know. Oh, we'll do some more scary stories next episode. How about that? Sounds, Sounds like a good idea. Perfect. All right. Peace out, guys. And we'll talk to y'all later. Later.